0: Welcome to a Hope Alive Church podcast where we strive to be an authentic family of believers where we believe everyone can encounter the living hope found only in Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy the Word. Amen. Let's get ready for the Word, church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, let's praise the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Because He lives. I can face tomorrow Because He lives All oh, my fears are oh. Because He lives, come on, let's sing it together. Because He lives, oh, I can face tomorrow. Come on, sing it out, and because He. oh feet is gone. Come on now, sing it with some soul. he lives amen amen thank you so much for my birthday basket of sugar and sweets and all the things that i'm trying to break habits over amen <laughs> thank you so much man we are honored to have jordan and paloma lucio in the house with us today that helped us can we honor them and appreciate them i honor my friends to to be here and to celebrate my birthday with me today they that's really why they came to celebrate amen no but so glad to have them and amari and arian on the front row as well plus they got three other beautiful kids who back at home y'all this is a table for seven club right here amen can we welcome them one more time we're so honored to have them amen so many great things going on here at hope alive church look at your neighbor and tell them i'm so glad i get to sit by you today Amen. tell them you look beautiful and you pray, your praise encouraged me amen tell them i smell that you showered this week i'm so proud of you amen first corinthians chapter six let's go to the word first corinthians chapter six there is a word that we got to get out this morning I said, there's a word we got to get out in the room this morning today. Did you come ready for the word? Amen. We're talking about healing habits. And on this last Sunday in March, we're finishing this series. How many of you enjoyed this series on healing habits all month long? We've been talking about it. I'm going to spare you the recap because I'm going to encourage you to go to our, our hope alive church app. Or go to Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, whatever Android is doing now. We never know what they're doing. Uh, whatever, whatever they're doing. Uh, but go to all these platforms. Find our Hope Alive Church podcast. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. This is our theme scripture. This is our theme scripture we've been reading. And it says, some of you say, I have the right to do anything. But Paul said, but not everything is helpful. Some of you say, I can do whatever I want. I have the right to do anything. But Paul is responding to their arrogance, responding to their ignorance and their arrogance. You ever met somebody that was ignorant and arrogant? Not only didn't he not know what he was talking about, but he was haughty about not knowing what he was talking about. Ignorance and arrogance. And he said, not everything is profitable. But I will not be controlled by anything. And we're talking about habits. Everybody say habits. I want you to say this with me. We're breaking the, that hurt us breaking the habits that hurt us. And healing the habits that are building the habits that heal us. Building the habits that heal. Come on, let's say it again. Breaking the habits that hurt us. Let me hear you. And building the habits that heal us. We're talking about our habits, and we're talking about how we are not letting our habits control us. Amen. Amen. Do you know this last week, we had about five people call the church from last Sunday and say, I'm ready to get in some counseling, some help. I need." We, we talked about asking for help. We had people call in this week. I talked to somebody who was checked into rehab. Hello, somebody, over this last week because they want to heal. They want to heal, they want to get free, they want to get clean. I said they want to get free and they want to get clean. Hello, somebody. If you've ever been bound up by anything, you know what a miracle it is to say to yourself, I want to get out of this situation. We've been talking over this month that our habits are formed in our head spaces and heart places. We've been talking that our habits are formed in our education and our exposure Last week, we talked about our habits being formed in our associations and environments. And this morning, I want to finish this series by saying that we find habits in the lies and the limitations we have put on ourselves. The lies we've told ourselves and the limitations we've put on ourselves. If you don't know this, you probably have lied to yourself at one point or another. If you don't know this, you probably have limited your own self. A lot of people don't know this about the enemy, but the enemy is really not as powerful as people make him out to be. Can I say this again this morning? Satan is not as powerful as people give him credit for. He really is a defeated foe, and the best part of his day is still under the feet of Jesus Christ. But here's, the, here's the, the issue. The best part of his day is not always under your feet. Sometimes the best part of his day is over our head. Because he has no real weapons except to lie to us. And except to lie to us so much that we have learned the lies to lie to ourselves. Thus limiting ourselves. I say this because these lies and limitations... Or what the book of Ephesians is telling us here in Ephesians chapter 4. Look what it says in this passage of scripture. I got four verses for you. You heard about Christ. Everybody say that's me. Amen. We heard about Christ and were taught about life in him. Paul is writing to the Ephesians. What you learned was the truth. Everybody say truth. The truth about Jesus. You were taught not to live in the way you used to. You must get rid of your old way of life. And you must get rid of it because it has made you impure by the desire for things that lead you astray. You were taught to be made new in your thinking. You were taught to to start living a new life and it is created to be truly good and holy. Holy. Just as God is holy. And this morning if you you go back to the beginning of this passage of scripture. There is some truth in the word. And if we believe anything other than the truth that is in this word. We have believed ourselves into a lie. And as I wrap up this series this morning. I want to tell you that the hardest area to fight. You can break a mindset. You can break an association, a friendship. You can even break a routine. But let me tell you what's the hardest battle to break. Is when you're at war with yourself. Is when your enemy is you. When my enemy is in a me. It's me. I'm the one. And bad habits are often rooted and, 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 and found in faulty and even deceived thoughts. And I tell you this today because every human in this room is looking for some type of satisfaction. We're looking for stress relief. Come on, somebody. Our lives are busy. We're looking for a, a, a thrill or an excitement or a happy part of our day. And our habits have been concreted because we have allowed habits and things, and addictions, and people to be the one that we insert into those exciting parts of our day, those stress-relieving parts of our day. And as long as we continue to believe these lies, we will stay stuck in bad habits. Why is it that we feel that good habits are the hardest to start and bad habits are the hardest to break? Have you ever noticed that when you want to start doing something different in your health, that's the hardest thing to start sometimes. But when you want to pick up a bad habit or go out with some friends that you, you really are not building you up, but they're tearing you down, it seems so easy. Come on, somebody, to get into a routine of bad habits. And, and, and this is a lie. Let me just shout it out this morning. This is a lie from the enemy that has made you think that good habits are hard to build and bad habits are hard to break. But if you are a human in this room, you have probably felt or thought that at one time or another. You have felt, well, I need to get better with my health. But, or I need to get better with my eating. Or I need to lay down smoking. Or I need to clean up my, my television time. Or I need to clean up something. And, and, and that is a hard battle to fight. But it seems the things you shouldn't. That's why Paul said, the things I don't want to do is so easy for me to do. This is a lie. And this morning I have been praying I got up about 440 this morning and I got on my feet and the first thing I did was start praying this to, for this today because what we want to break today is the lies that have been spoken over you. Not only the lies that have been spoken, but the lies you've been speaking to yourself. Hello, somebody. These lies have led to limitations on ourselves and we will never reach our, our potential. We will never reach the limit of uh, the places that God wants to take us to simply because we have lied enough to ourselves that it has limited us and our habits have seemed to be something bigger than we can break. Am I talking to anybody who can relate to that this morning? These habits are, are, are thriving in the lies. And they're thriving in the secrecy, the darkness. They're thriving in the areas that you don't want to ask for help. And let me tell you this this morning. I want you to see this. Lying to ourselves often gives us a false hope. It gives us a a, a fake happiness. When we lie to ourselves, it gives us a temporary relief that does not last. The truth is we, like Ephesians says, we have been given a new nature. When you accepted Jesus into your heart, you didn't just accept a ticket out of hell. You accepted a new, a new set of operation manuals. You accepted a new set of, uh, uh, of operation uh, 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 controls inside of you. You don't have to live lying to yourself. You don't have to live bound to habits. You don't have to live bound to curses that have been spoken over you. I talked to somebody a few weeks ago in the middle of this series that says, I battle alcohol because my granddad battled alcohol and my dad battled alcohol. And I said to you, well, is somebody going to win the battle? Who is going to win the battle? It sounds like you are third generation defeated. Who is going to stand up and stop lying to yourself and telling yourself that you are always going to be an alcoholic just because granddad was an alcoholic? I'm here to tell you this morning that you can be free because of the finished work of Jesus Christ that was born on the cross for you. We need to learn to live outside the lie. We need to learn to live outside of the limits. We need to take on what Ephesians says. Understand this holy and truthful and blessed nature that Christ has given put on the inside of us. When we accepted Christ, our old man passed away. Any man be in Christ, he says he is a new creation. Behold, the old things have passed away and all things have become new. You are a new human. So generational curses that came uh, to your generation, they stopped the moment you gave your heart to Jesus. And if you do not believe that, I'm talking to you this morning, you are living in a lie. The enemy has lied to you so much. And if you do not identify and you do not uh, separate yourself from these lies, these lies will hold you hostage. These lies will hold your habits hostage. These lies will make you think you're never going to be free. Why should I try again? Because I've tried so many times and I can't do it. That is a lie. Hear me today. That is a lie. Straight from the pit of hell. And and the problem is some of these lies are very popular to our world. We live in a world that's lied to. Uh, we live in a world where people just believe everything by anybody with a microphone if they got a cross on their t-shirt all of a sudden this is just a new gospel i saw this week on social media but i'm going to say it again uh it's worth repeating there is a new age uh false compromised counterfeit gospel that is going around in our society right now that preaches if you get enough self-love and you get enough uh good vibes and you get enough uh, good karma that everything's going to be all right. Let me tell the body of Christ one more time. There is no such thing as good vibes when it comes to the body of Christ. We have been bought with a price. We have a Savior fighting on our behalf. It's very popular in the world to, to, to get spiritual wisdom from carnal sources. Quit getting your spiritual influence and your spiritual wisdom from carnal dead people. From carnal dead sources. That's like taking money advice from broke people. Can I preach to you this morning? Don't you dare take money and investment advice and real estate advice from people who still pay a rent to an apartment. Don't you dare take business advice from people that can't keep a business up to save their life. Don't you take advice on marriage from people that cannot keep a husband, cannot keep a wife, can't even stay in a committed relationship. Don't you take health advice from sick people. Don't you take money advice from broke people? And that's what I'm trying to tell you. We cannot take spiritual advice from carnal people who are worshiping the gods of this world and not our God, Jehovah. Am I preaching good yet? Say amen on my birthday, amen. Lies have the power only that we extend to them. And this morning I'm telling you, To identify, well, Pastor Cliff, you should always follow your heart. Isn't that a popular statement? Follow your heart. Oh, you should just follow what your heart tells you. Let me tell you that this is a lie. You should never follow your heart. Can I pastor you just a moment? Can I come for you a little bit today? Don't you dare follow your heart. Because the prophet Jeremiah said, the heart is deceitful. In fact, it is desperately wicked. The heart, who can know the heart? Who can know the heart? He said, the prophet Jeremiah says, I, the Lord, I have looked upon the heart. I have searched the heart of my people and I have tested the mind and everybody I have given to them according to their deceitful ways. Here's why you can't follow your heart because your heart is often moved just like the wind in West Texas. Move your trampoline to the tramp- to the neighbors 3 houses down. The heart is moved so easily. We don't have time to follow our hearts. Let me tell you who we should follow. We should follow the voice of the good shepherd. We should follow the voice of the one we recognize. We should follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. We should follow the things. We should follow the word of God written in black and white and red, written in front of our faces. That's what we should follow because there's sometimes my heart wants to be bitter. Bitter but the word says to forgive there's times my heart wants to be lazy but like david said i will bless the lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth there's sometimes my heart wants to be hateful but my word reminds me to love my neighbor as myself and if we don't learn to identify the lies we will follow things that shouldn't be well pastor cliff this is just who i am that's another lie If you are a Christian, if you are bought with a price, if you are a child of God, you are no longer allowed to be who you are. If you are going to be a son of God, a daughter of God, saying that I am just who I am and that's how they're going to have to just deal with me. I'm taking those phrases away. This morning as your pastor, I'm taking those phrases out of your voice. You are no longer allowed to say that's just who I am. What you're saying is the person that God made you to be in Ephesians chapter 4, you can't be that because you're too busy being who you are. I wonder how many people would learn to get out of their bitter uh, feelings and get out of their anger or get out of their alcoholism if they would stop wearing it around like a badge, proudly showing off, I'm always just going to be who I am. You are not who you are. You are who God made you to be. You are not no longer yourself. You need to learn to break and defeat habits. By identifying your definition of who you are in God. Well, Pastor Cliff, um, I've heard this this month. This month, as I've been talking about habits, I've heard conversations from people say, I've already tried to quit smoking and I can't do it. I've already tried to quit this or quit that. And I've been so unsuccessful so many times, I simply can't do it. Let me tell you something, you were defeated Before the finish line, the gun ever goes off for you to run the race. Because you are exactly what your mind tells you you will be. If you will will understand that we we are living today where our words mapped out for us to be. Your life follows your words. Your life follows your principles. And if you don't understand the consistency needs, sometimes it takes a long time to break a habit sometimes the process of healing it would be nice if it's just instant but let me tell you there's some people who would, who would just just credit that to chance or just we got lucky sometimes the process of healing is learning to break down the inside of your pride to lead more on the master well Pastor Cliff it's not a big deal if I, if I just have one every now and then let me tell you why it's a big deal let me tell you why if we don't learn to get control of these habitual lies in our life we will we will all because we are going to if we are going to hold, to break a habit we're going to have to hold the line we're going to have to hold our boundaries well here's another line pastor cliff my habits not hurting anyone oh no 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 it's hurting someone oh it's hurting a lot of someone's it's hurting god Because we turn to our habits instead of turning to Him, it's hurting others. Because if you've ever been locked up in a real habit, you know the time that it'll keep you to yourself, and not allow you to fellowship, not allow you to be present. Come on, parents, not allow you to be present with your own children. It'll rob you from your free time when you got free time. This is why the lie of it's not hurting it hurts us. When we settle for being just what the world says we are. And we give up on the physical and the emotional and the spiritual and the mental health that has been given and promised to us as children of God. Let me ask you this question. Identify the habit inside of your mind for just a moment. The habit you deal with you have bold enough faith I want you to just highlight it inside the the big chief tablet of your mind for just a second and point it right there and let me ask you these questions does this affect your relationship with God does this affect your relationship with others does this affect your job or your ministry Does the enemy make you stay quiet because you're afraid if you speak up, people will look at you? Who are you? Am I talking to anybody today? Does this affect your physical health? Does this affect uh, uh, your personal well-being? If so, it is a lie that has lived too long in your mind. Well, Pastor Cliff, if God wants me free from this thing, he'll just have to do it. I can't do it. That's a lie of quitting. Oh, We're talking about the lies this morning. That's a, that, Pastor Cliff, if God, if God didn't want me to have this problem, he could have made me without it. Let me tell you this this morning, and I want you to, I want you to hear this, because somebody said, I've tried, and, and God's not helping you. God has already made you as free as you're ever going to be when he sent his son to be murdered on this cross for us. We don't get more freer than this. Freedom comes from habits when we walk in sanctification, when we walk in purity, when we fight the war of our flesh and we let the Holy Spirit win. That's when we're really free. That's when we really understand the freedom that's coming on the inside of us. Well, Pastor Cliff, I'm doing the best I can. Here's the thing. Your own power is not enough. Here's the lie. I'm doing everything I can. Everything you can do is simply not enough. You have to let do what you can do and put your natural with his super. And then what happens when your natural meets his super? A supernatural healing of habits, of strongholds, of addictions take place. Because this is true. Real and lasting change doesn't come in behavior modification. Real and lasting change comes from spiritual transformation. Real and lasting change comes when you know on the inside you don't have to live your life being who you always were. You can actually live this life. And hear me. I got a few minutes to to wrap this series up, but hear me from the bottom of my heart. Everything you need to be free from bad habits. I'm talking about sin or things that are not sin, but they're still not helpful. Everything you need has already been provided for you. Every single tool. This person that texted me this week and said, I'm checking myself into rehab. They said, I, I, I want to stand up and tell my story sometime. But he said, the biggest battle for me this week has been the shame. The shame that comes with admitting that you cannot do it without some help. Real transformation comes from trusting truth. Everybody say truth. truth. This is what John said. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. What is the truth? See, I just told you the lies. What is the truth about you? Well, let me tell you the good news about truth. Truth lights up darkness. Let me tell you the good news about truth. Truth liberates what darkness captivates. Truth sets free what the enemy and who the enemy has convinced you'll never be free Habits break when truth is revealed freedom comes when truth is revealed Sobriety comes when truth is established recovery comes when truth is focused and prioritized What is the truth? Who in your life is speaking the truth? Are you walking in truth? Or are you living in lies? Because two cannot happen at the same time for either one to be successful. Either you are living in truth and truth has overcome the darkness, overcome the lie, or you have prioritized the lies so long you don't have the strength to establish truth. Who in this place this morning will take the initiative to establish truth and to light up the lies? See, John goes on to say in, in chapter 8 that Jesus was the light and the light that, that shines in darkness. It says, John chapter 1, but the darkness has not overcome the light. If real truth is in your life, if real salvation, I'm going to pastor you, I'm going to make you mad. This today on my birthday, I'm going to make you mad. If you're going to call yourself a Christian in Jesus and the light lives on the inside of you, there is no chance That darkness can be successful. Light has overcome the darkness every single time. If we believed it happens in heaven, if we believe it happened on the cross, if we believe on that resurrection morning when the stone was rolled back and death, hell, and the grave were defeated, and light overcame that power of darkness, then the same light that is living on the inside of you is the truth that establishes freedom that you need everybody's looking for three steps to quit smoking let me chew a pack of gum and quit smoking let me get a prescription and quit smoking and i'm not against medicine and i'm not against support but i'm really here to tell you there is one thing that causes everything to bow and that is the light of the name of jesus christ there is none else like him The Bible tells us that darkness is swallowed up in light. The Bible tells us that good has more power than bad. The Bible tells us that the goodness of God is still stronger than the power of sin. I'm telling somebody this morning to let the light in on your heart. Let the light in on your situation. And let the light of Jesus shine so bright in your life that darkness doesn't stand a chance. Is there anybody here this morning who would let Jesus shine? On the inside of your heart, so brightly that darkness does not stand a chance. Not just your darkness, but darkness in the generations to come after you. Darkness in your children, darkness in your grandchildren, darkness in your business, darkness in your neighborhood, darkness in your community. (laughs) Who will be the light? Who will shine so bright? That you burn up the darkness and you overthrow the lie. Who will once and for all say that this has controlled me long enough? The light of the world. The light of the word and the light of the world. That light still overcomes hate. That light still overcomes lies. That light still overcomes addiction. And that light still leads people to repentance they say you should follow your heart but today I say you should follow the voice of the good shepherd They say you should follow your feelings. You should just wait till you get good vibes. But today I say that I will follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I will wake up every morning and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm ready for my assignment. Walk me in your word. Walk me in your will. Walk me in your footsteps today. be in the checkout line with somebody who needs to hear from you put me at the gas station by somebody who needs to hear a word from you set me in church by somebody who needs a touch from you holy spirit guide me and lead me today they say follow your heart no wonder they don't know where they're going but if you follow the voice of jesus you will never never be led astray Pastor Cliff, what are you so excited about? I don't know that it's excitement as much as I'm so mad that the enemy has lied to the blood-bought church so long. The enemy has done such a good job at convincing you that you cannot be free. I'm here to sound the alarm today. You can be free. You can be delivered. You can be set free. Don't you dare live another day living in a lie. Light up the lie. They say, well, Pastor Cliff, that's just who I am. Today I say that's, I'm not who I was. Today I say I am who God says I am. Today I say I can be who God says I can be. I can be holy. You may not feel holy today. You may not have the ability to say I am a holy person. You know why I know that? Because most people say I'm not perfect. Really that's a side note for shame. Because you want to inject a little shame. So that you don't look at yourself too much. But if Ephesians says, when I got the truth of the light on the inside of me, I have been made pure and I have been made holy. Amen. I really believe it's time. The church begins walking around saying, I'm not holier than you, but one thing I am holy. I, one thing is true. I am holy because God said I am holy. I am pure because God said I am pure. You may not feel it, but don't let the lie win. You may not believe it in your heart, but your heart is deceitful above all things. But until you get your spirit at the driving wheel, steering wheel of your life. They say, my dark days, Pastor Cliff, are making me stronger. Well, let me tell you today, I don't believe your dark days made you stronger. I believe you were already strong enough. Your dark days just made you prove it. I believe your dark days were not to strengthen you. Hear me, mom. Hear me, marriage. Hear me, business owners. These dark days are not to make you stronger. Because the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is on the inside of you. These dark days are here to let you know that you are strong enough to be what God has called you to be they didn't make you stronger they made you prove to yourself you can do it that's the beauty of going through this I'm closing with this scripture today our worship team is coming 1 Corinthians chapter 10 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says you are tempted Paul told the Corinthians you are tempted in the same way all other human beings are but God is faithful Hear me this morning, God is faithful. You may not feel like you're getting the victory. You may not feel like you're walking in truth. You may not feel holy. You may not feel pure. I know there's a lot of moving parts, but stay here with me. But God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted any more than you can take. But when you are tempted, God will give you a way out look at this he will give you a way out and then you will be able to move forward you will be able to deal with it stand with me this morning all over the room our prayer team is coming because I want to pray and I want our prayer team to pray strong this morning because I'm not praying just against some encouragement or praying for some encouragement for you to just get through a couple bumps in the road today I'm asking you this morning to leave the lies beside, behind today I'm telling you this morning today is the day to shine the light of Jesus on the lies of your habits look at me today is the day to illuminate the darkness inside of your heart today is the day to illuminate the lies inside of your heart today is the day to heal Pastor Cliff, what do I got to do to heal? Number one, you got to hope again. Number one, you got to get up over and over and over. I don't care how many times you you went through 12 steps. So many times it's already past 12 at this point. You went through enough counselors at this time. You got more counselors than friends. But I don't care how many times you've tried. Hear me, dad. Hear me, sir. Hope again. If you're going to heal, there's going to be some hard days, but I want to tell you this morning, you are strong. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you power. He's given you love and he's given you a strong mind. So you got to endure the challenge. Number three, when you step out of your seat, ma'am, you're asking for help. You're admitting that you can't do it without the finished work of Jesus your natural attempts to lay down pornography to lay down lying to lay down gossip let me tell you gossip is not harmless gossip will terrorize your life it will consume you with other people's stuff ask for help and lastly if you're going to heal if you're going to heal you need to light up the lies which means you shine truth inside of the dark parts of your heart. It means you shine truth inside of the dark parts of your mind. Close your eyes with me today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we pray corporately in just a moment, people will step out of their seat to receive prayer for healing, healing of their habits. Lord, in these last few moments of this monthly series, God, Lord, today I pray that somebody would step out of the darkness and they would light up the lie. They would illuminate the confusion and the bondage and the captivity that the enemy has convinced them of. And the light of your word would shine brightly in the darkness of their heart. And today they would heal. In the name of Jesus we pray. If you need prayer this morning, I want you to step out of your seat. Come and let one of our prayer workers pray. There they come, all over the room. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to stay up to date, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms or visit us online at myhopealive.church.